0: Time for another Pinball Profile. I'm your host, Jeff Tiolis. You can find our group on Facebook. We're also on Twitter at Pinball Profile. Email us, pinballprofile at gmail.com. And please subscribe on either iTunes, Stitcher,
1: or Google Play. No fans of Pinball Profile. I wasn't whacked in the head with a boomerang. That would be one of our guests today joining us for the April Fool's edition of Pinball Profile. And what better fools than our good friends, and a wonderful broadcasting team of Martin and Ryan. Hello, boys. How are you? We're great. We're very good. How are you? Very good, and I think everybody listening to this podcast definitely listens to your wonderful podcast, Head-to-Head Pinball, and it's uh, great to have you not only on this pinball profile, but uh, one of you actually staying at my house. He's upstairs right now in my room. I have no idea what you're doing. Ryan, what are you doing? I'm playing with your cats. (laughs) It it killed you to say cat, didn't it? But uh, my cat, Zeppelin, yes, yes, he's on your bed, I think, right now. Sorry, I hope you're not allergic. I'm I'm, I'm petting the cat. Okay. So this is Turnabout is Fair Play because I think when I was on your head-to-head pinball podcast, it was early in the morning for me. 6 in the morning and it was very late at night for you two total reversal right now it is and i'm not yeah. joking 3 30 in the morning here in the greater toronto area for ryan and myself what about for you martin
0: uh it's 6 30 but but i will say it's it's not like you've stayed up till 3 30 in the morning just because you're recording this
1: podcast it's the only reason I <laughs> don't believe it. <laughs> yes, it's the back end of the Ryan World Tour. And when I say world, I mean North American tour. We heard, uh, part of it a few weeks ago on Head to Head Pinball podcast. And by the time this airs, you'll probably hear the second week. But, uh, Ryan, for a recap, uh, of where you've been and what you've been doing since you came over from Australia, how did your little tour start?
2: Uh, It's been great. I mean, I flew into Vegas and uh, saw a couple of shows and walked around and and saw the sights and all the quirky people that are around. Um, I also checked out the Pinball Hall of Fame and the New York IK bar. Um, then I he- headed to Texas, uh, Frisco, for the Texas Pinball Festival, which was absolutely amazing and enjoyed seeing everyone there. Um, and I'm going to go to the list of places, you know pinball machines of places I saw there. But, yeah, absolutely amazing experience. Didn't get to see the city maybe another time. Um, flew from there to New York and I uh, got to play some pinball at uh, Pioneers and Sunshine with uh, Greg Pavarelli and, and met Levy there and both great places. And saw the sights, did the touristy things. Got to experience my first snowstorm. And then I left there, and I'm in Toronto right now, hanging out with uh, a great guy called Jeff Tiolus. And he's taking me to Cabin Fever, and we went to a comedy club, learned how to heckle from the, the world's best heckler, Jeff Tiolus. <laughs> and um, yeah, I met Ben and the crew at Cabin Fever, and, and going to check out Tilt tomorrow. And I think I'll be playing in a tournament called Pinball for Change, Jeff. That's Is that right. right?
1: Martin, I got him set up in the tournament. So for those that don't know Martin and Ryan, and I, again, don't believe anybody does, but I'll just recap it. Martin is a, a great player and has played in many competitions. Uh, Ryan is more of a collector and is kind of played a few competitions, but that's not what it's all about for you. So, Martin, I want you to know that while he was here, I found a tournament for him to play, and he's playing with a couple of uh, great players, top 100 players and Adam Becker and Jack Tadman. So uh, we'll see how he does in a Canadian comp.
0: Well, you, hey, you gotta know that, you gotta know that his, his, um, his pinball playing was always really good. Um, but he did actually, uh, win his first tournament recently. We, we sort of mentioned that on the podcast. So, um, he's really starting to enjoy it. Yeah. Where did he win that tournament? Uh, it was a
2: place called Pixel Alley in Melbourne, and it was it was basically a, a two-strikes tournament, so it was nothing too serious, but there was, it was 17 or so players there.
1: Speaking of strikes, uh, again, for those who don't know Ryan, how he got into pinball was the strikes and spares game. Not that he enjoyed playing it, but boy, did you admire that backlash, didn't you, Ryan? I, I, I was a young kid,
2: and, and the internet wasn't around <laughs> back then, so that, that's all I can say on your PG show.
1: What I've learned right now, Martin, this kills me, he showed me a bunch of posts, whether it's on Aussie Arcade or maybe the head-to-head pinball uh, forums or whatever the case may be. Every time someone posts a Strikes and Spare pitcher, they always tag Ryan now. And uh, he said, why did you bring that up? He was telling me in the car. And I said, I didn't bring it up. You did it on your very first podcast. said, that's how you got into pinball. And I yeah. laughed and laughed and laughed.
0: Yeah, it it pretty much anything he says sticks. So it's either strikes and spares or people talk about his triceps.
1: Oh my goodness. You know, you interviewed Eric, the creator of Pirates of the Caribbean for Jersey Jack. And there's a million questions I can think of, but (laughs) I, there are questions I wouldn't have thought of about how did you get your triceps so big? (laughs) That's, That's Ryan's. That's
0: obviously what's on Ryan's mind. I guess. But you've got to remember as well we, with, with our with our podcast. Um, look, let's say it's it's fifty percent news, 50 percent at best, and and the rest of the podcast is us just having a bit of a laugh. So even if something is is relatively serious, we'll 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 pretty much find the funny side of it. So you know, one of the first questions that you know we ask um, Eric Minier is, "How'd you get your triceps so big?"
1: That's just what we do, right? Ryan, you saw him in Texas. What did he say to you when you saw him?
2: Uh, I mean, like, literally the first thing he, he, he did was... Said uh, how the triceps are going and, and showed me his in, in real life. And then he said, "Well, when you get there, then you have to go for your calves. So pinball calves is, is the next big thing." And he, yeah, <laughs> he has massive calves. But anyway, it, I, I think that that meme and that whole thing is done. Let's concentrate on, on it, him being no, an Mark, yes, it's it, not. It's done. And
1: you gotta feed oh, that, gosh. please. It's not. Yeah, you know what? Triceps are done. It's all about the calves now. Got it. That's go. right. Yeah.
2: Is, is
0: the new fresh right? memes the next to be one had. starts
1: I have to tell you. Since being on your head-to-head pinball podcast, which was, I've told this to many people, probably the most fun I've had doing any of this kind of pinball broadcasting. It was a real hoot, and I thank you for that. But since then, out of the woodwork or out of jail, as the case may be in Australia, so many Australians have contacted me, and I really love your sense of humor. And I've told you that before in person, and and I'll do that on this uh, podcast. Uh, We have this common bond of pinball. But as you mentioned about even head-to-head, you want to have a little bit of humor and it's the it's what I like about these podcasts the personal touch you do it our good friends at Slam Tilt definitely do that and did you kind of get that idea from listening to Slam Tilt because Ryan was a regular emailer and shortly after that you got your own podcast going is that kind of where it started
0: yeah kind of um, I, I did hear Ryan on a couple of other podcasts and then and heard him on on Slam Tilt as well and. The story goes that, uh, you know, two years before that, I had wanted to get a podcast started and, um, I, it was pretty, pretty much at the early stages. I had somebody in mind that I wanted to do it with. And just as I was about to approach that person, Pinheads started their podcast in Australia and I thought, oh, well, that's done. It's, it's over. Um, but, and, oh, sorry boys, but I hadn't really been listening to Slam Tilt all that much when I, when I approached Ryan. So I can't personally say that we did model ourselves on, their format. But what we did like was that they kept it light. They kept it fun. They had great chemistry. Uh, Ryan and I didn't know each other really all that well before we did the podcast. I think we'd met each other twice. I bought some mirror blades off him once. Um, but there was just something there that I just – the way we were talking to each other, we, we could have just talked for hours. And I thought, you know what, maybe, maybe this could be the way to, to rekindle it. Pinheads had been on hiatus for a while. Um, and then I heard him on slab tilt and I went, mate, how about we do it? And he was in
1: Ryan, your recollection of how this all started for head to head pinball. Well, I mean, I, I didn't get access to, to Marty
2: mean, this two years before he contacted me. But, yeah, I was a bit of a, a slam-tilt group. Yeah, I still am. I love those guys. I was, I was listening to their latest podcasts at, uh, like, 2 a.m. in the morning um, when I was leaving from Grand Central, Central Station, the last train out of the city. And um, they just make me laugh. And I used to always email in because the first email was a correction. I was trying to correct them for something. And Ron, I said, I'm from Australia. And Ron just read it out in just a ridiculous uh, accent. And I just found it hilarious that it was just so over the top. So I said, geez, I can write. I want to see what I can get away with. And I just kept on writing these outlandish kind of emails. And uh, they read it out everyone. So uh, when it was their 50th episode, I I'd said, I'd, I'd love to talk to you guys. And, and yeah, Marty, Marty heard it. I was on holiday. He, he texted me and he said, I think it'd be great if we started a podcast. And he, he promised he would do all the editing, which is the part that I would never want to do. And, uh, yeah, we agreed and started a website, and the rest is history.
1: I know every podcaster that I've talked to does editing, myself included. Mine's a lot easier because it's a lot shorter. Uh, there are more of them, but still 15 minutes versus two plus hours. And Martin, you get that task. Is it a big chore? Like I was talking to Ron, they had some breakouts, uh, with, Colin McAlpine, he was recently on Slam Tail Podcast and Ron told me, and I hope it's not in confidence, Ron, forgive me if it is, five hours of editing it took to do a two-hour show. What about for you, Martin?
0: Um, look, there have been some episodes where it has taken me probably five, six hours. Um, particularly when there's interviews that are being edited in. Um, but, but I, I, I am a bit of a perfectionist when it comes to the flow of the conversation. So I make sure everything does flow and seems conversational. But there's also a lot of, um, you know, audio cleanup as well. So mo- most nights we, we do record for two, two and a half hours, sometimes nearly three hours. And then it's probably a good two, three hours after that editing. And then that's why we, we sort of get the ed, ed, the um, episode out, usually around midnight, one o'clock our time.
1: So you edit right after doing the show. So you're only halfway done. You, you recorded it and then, and then you go right to it?
0: Absolutely. And it's because it's fresh in my mind, the areas that I, I need to edit. So I am i wouldn't want to do it any other time. And there have been some times when we've done, you know, interviews with people midweek and then I've edited the night of the podcast and I forget and, you know, I, I then get a message in, first thing in the morning from Ryan saying, you forgot to edit this out, you forgot to edit this out. I'm like, oh, damn. So I get up at 6 o'clock in the morning, do an edit and then re-upload.
1: What amazed me about the two of you is that you really didn't know each other and that is a hard, hard chemistry. I'm going to tell you from a radio standpoint I've done a few morning shows and you have to work with a partner and it doesn't always gel. It's, you know, you have to learn each other's patterns and and really when to talk and when to listen. And you two have picked it up very, very quickly. I, I don't know if it's luck, if it's practice, it works, whatever you're doing. And, uh, I think of other two team podcasters. Ron and Bruce have known each other for a long, long time. And I'm sure that's the case with others too. Tommy and Taylor from this flipping, definitely Nick and Kevin from the bro group. And you know, even when the worldwide guys do it, Nate and Steven and Josh, they all know each other, but you guys didn't. And the fact that you can do it and there's definitely a progression when you listen to head to head pinball. If you start from the beginning and listen to where we are right now in the, in the thirties, the shows just get better and better and better. So kudos to you guys for that.
0: Yeah, look, I think one of the things of that is that most of most of my job that I do is communicating with people. So I do that, you know, eight to nine hours a day. So I, I know when I've got good rapport with somebody pretty much instantly. And, you know, so the first time I went to pick up those mirror blades from Ryan, um, I had to go somewhere. But but we spoke for probably 45 minutes to, to an hour. And you could just tell right then that we could communicate really well, and it was really good to and fro. So I, I kind of knew that that would work at that stage.
1: But it didn't bother you that the markup that Ryan put on those mirror blades was so high? <laughs>
0: <laughs> and I didn't get mate's weights. No, but they were they a were good price.
1: I remember you emailed me
2: from Papa, saying, can you please hold some for me? Because I was doing just an absolutely ridiculous
0: price. Is that right? Yeah, absolutely. Cool. I, I, I was at Papa. Um, yeah but but you know the the the, the good thing is that, that you know I knew I knew of Ryan I didn't know Ryan Ryan before we did the podcast it, it must be known he he's he's very well known in the pinball scene particularly at Aussie Arcade the the main forum that we have in Australia so um very well known um so when I when I sort of thought I wanted to do the podcast what I really saw in Ryan was all the technical knowledge about pinball that I don't have. I, I know rules and I know tournaments and I know how to play games, but I don't really know rules all that deep. And I, and I've been on record saying many times, just God forbid if I ever have to lift up uh, a play field because <laughs> I just, I just don't get into that kind of stuff. So I wanted as part of the podcast to learn all that stuff from Ryan. I knew that he would have that and I'd have the tournament side.
1: Martin, you and I first met at Indisc. You were also on Pinball Profile when we uh, did the recap in January, but you're also coming back and hearing Ryan's trip, which is just so pinball related. I mean, everywhere he went, in Vegas, in Texas, in New York, in Toronto, you've got a big trip coming up with Pinburg as well. Are you going to be doing as much pinball as Ryan or just kind of seeing some sights?
0: Well, well, first, first can I just say that we actually met last year at Papa. Oh, but
1: damn it. You're right.
0: <laughs> clearly, <laughs> clearly, that wasn't memorable, that moment when you thought I was Jordan Treadway's dad. L- let's just gloss over that.
1: Um, <sighs> I even emailed you after. I feel like such a jerk.
0: <laughs> that is true. I- I've forgiven you. I'm just going to mention it every time. Um, no, so look, I, I am coming, I am coming to Pinburg and, and I'm coming to Toronto, so I am going to come and see you beforehand. but really Pinburg for me, the four days of Pinburg, are it. Anything outside of that? really probably not all that pinball related.
1: Yeah, you know, I think of when I'm going to go away, and hopefully, maybe if I'm lucky enough, I'll get to go to Italy next year for IFA 16 week or whatever. Maybe playing in it, doubt it, but just the fact that I want to go and see some of the other things. You go away across the pond, and Ryan's done that too. I don't know if I could do the whole time doing pinball, but Ryan has managed it. Ryan, I mean. No, you got, you're exaggerating, okay? Oh, really, you have.
2: Okay, in Vegas, I probably spent a total of like maybe three hours playing pinball, right? Texas, obviously, the entire time. New York, um, the first day, I didn't do anything pinball related. The second day, I went to Jersey Jack and then um, the pinball museum there. Um, so I guess that was a, a, a mostly a mm-hmm. pinball day, but it was, it was mainly about mm-hmm. me- meeting Jack. And then the, the the last day, it was snowed in, like literally you couldn't go outside. Okay, I went to Central Park and I walked through the snow for an hour, and I wasn't wearing proper boots, and my my, my socks got all wet, and it, that was just like I was. And then, <laughs> and then I went to sunshine, I went to Sunshine Laundry Man, and took my shoes off, and I was wearing socks throughout the the entire place. Um, so like, what do you mean to do when it's when it's minus one outside, um, Celsius, and it's, it's it's in a snowstorm?
0: So you played a tournament at Sunshine Laundry Man? How'd you go? Uh,
2: I came eleventh. But it was equal 11th with, like, a lot of people, so it was, like, <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> a little
2: out of, like, 20, yeah, out of 24 people. It, it, it was fun, yeah. So, I don't, I don't know. You're making me sound, Jeff, like I, I came here. I would do more things, but I don't know anyone in Canada or in, in the U.S. that aren't pinball people. So, I want to hang around people and do the sites, but I can't do... I can't do the sites with non-pinball people because I don't know pinball people. So if they want to go and play
1: people. Ryan, yes. please let me share this with anyone listening to Pinball Profile who's ever been to Canada or lives in Canada. Ryan said he's coming, and this is March. <laughs> I'm coming to Toronto. Here's what I want to do. I hear it's great. I would love to go to Canada's Wonderland. Doesn't open until May. It's a seasonal <laughs> amusement park. What else did you want to do? You wanted to ride the Maid of the Mist on uh, at Niagara Falls. <laughs> And when you were telling me this in February, sometimes the falls is frozen. So you basically want to see a wall of ice. Watch Game of Thrones, dude. <laughs> Canada Islands? Oh, yeah. He wanted to go to Toronto Island too. And I don't know anybody who goes to Toronto Island. The Toronto Yacht Club's there. I've been there. They've got a Centerville thing. It's 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 a great tourist, especially with kids. Ryan, by the way, is not with his kids. So <laughs> he wanted to go to Centerville and, and Toronto Island. Again, seasonal. Nothing's going on it, there right he's now. He's a big kid. I guess. Uh, but we found some things for him to do. So he's managed well but ryan you've been to north america before i don't know how many times but i do know you were at chicago expo before correct that's right yeah in
2: 2016
1: does that mean this is kind of a every one or two year trip thing for you for pinball
2: um that was a last minute trip that i I literally planned uh you know two or three days before i left and uh got permission from the the better half um this one was was planned for a long time like maybe a year in advance i kind of asked uh asked permission from the boss, and, and uh, she said yes, but as the the dates kind of crept up, so she said, how the heck did you convince me to let you go to the U.S. for two weeks and leave me here with the kids? So uh, she has told me that this is the last trip I'm going to by myself. So I guess the next time I have to either try and reconvince her and get her to change her mind or go on a holiday that will probably go from costing me a couple of thousand dollars to uh, $20,000, which is, is
1: probably not worth it. Well, at the time of this recording, I'm heading off to Chicago the next day. Again, a brilliant move right before you're about to play in the circuit finals to have one, maybe two hours sleep, and then have to play <laughs> Trent and Bowen and Keith. Now I got a built-in excuse though. When they beat the living hell out of me, it'll be like, oh, I haven't slept at all. But um, yeah, at least you've got a good excuse. No we well, should one's edit this tonight. It. You should edit this tonight,
2: Jeff, and then release no. it so then they can hear it and feel sorry for you and give you some pity points, some pity
0: whoppers. Pity Whoppers. Come on. <laughs> that's gotta be a that thing. needs to
1: be a new column, Pity Whoppers. I think my <laughs> whole Whopper experience are Pity Whoppers. I think that's uh, really where I, I've climbed the charts. But we have to negotiate with our better halves and our families to see when we can do these kind of trips, these tournaments. I know Josh Sharp, I've asked him many times, you going to go to this tournament? you going to go to this tournament? And he just laughs at me. Um, and says, uh, you know, not a chance. He's tried to uh, butter up his wife a few times with some great spa packages, not buying it. And uh, it's funny. Uh, it, it's tough to get out and play tournaments. It really uh, requires, you know, a lot of ability to have that opportunity to, to afford to go to these things, the time off and really you know, the family um, sometimes gets put on the back burner. So I think your wife is uh, very nice for letting you go on this long trip, but she might be on to something. Yeah, this could be the last one for you for a while.
2: Yeah, so I'm savoring every moment, and uh, I don't need to sleep like you, Jeff. You don't need to sleep. I've been, I've been on, on, on three or four hours of sleep for, for two weeks, so I'm going pretty good. And, and Also, and also can we do, you want, do you want to talk about our, our double games, Jeff, at uh, – at, uh,
1: <laughs> hold on a what second. What are we going to do today? Yes. No. We, we, Martin, you'll like this. I assume you do this in Australia. You know, you, you throw a dollar down and you say, okay, winner takes the buck kind of thing. No, we, we don't. just don't do that. Seriously? No, we, we don't, don't do I'll, that at all. I'll, I'll bring it back. It'll be a thing now. Okay. In Canada, we call them loony throwdowns because the dollar is a loony coin. And dollar throwdowns, I know they happen in the States because I've played, I think I was playing in Kentucky and I played with Andy Rosa and uh, Alex Kazmarchuk and Evan Bingham and lost a lot of dollars that way they were fun dollars don't anybody say that i was promoting gambling to a a minor because that just obviously (laughs) didn't happen but fun dollars anyway so yeah the the loony throwdowns here in canada are are very very big and i think what ryan's big mouth is trying to say is that maybe he kicked the living heck out of me in the last uh two hours but he's forgetting that when we went to player one and jerry was kind enough to let us play all the new games it was a beatdown on ryan
2: well what what happened, Jeff? Because I mean, I wasn't really trying. I was I was straight straight off the plane. I hadn't had any coffee or anything, and you were so into it that what happened when we were playing foosball, Jeff?
1: Uh, Martin, I've had a few pinball injuries, which is pathetic mm-hmm. to say, even those words should never <laughs> ever be put side by side, pinball injuries. Pinburg last year, right after the broadcast when we were doing the finals I was packing a sleeping bag or something. It was something into a tight bag, and I jammed my (laughs) finger, and I had a thing called mallet finger. So it looked like you couldn't flex your finger. And it was my middle finger, too. So if I were to flip somebody the bird, it would kind of make them puzzled because is he giving me the finger or not because it looks like a broken finger? (laughs) Like, what's wrong with this guy? I feel sorry for him. He's trying to tell me off, but I look at him. He's deformed. Did that packing a sleeping bag last year today big mouth ryan and i are playing foosball and he's bragging about ah, i've got a foosball table at home i'm killing him by the way but i'm also trying to win
2: you're killing me two to one it
1: was first to australia devastating <laughs> destroying him martin I try to Desimited. rip. I try to rip the ball as quick as I could and and make a big save. And I jammed my hand again. This is a day before me going to the circuit finals, which is something I try to work hard to to get to. And thankfully, so many people said no that I actually get to go. Jam my hand. I broke my thumbnail. Like it's like a torture. It's like someone sticking bamboo under your nail. I smashed my nail. Blood. I was like, oh, this is not good. He's
2: he's got a Dora the Explorer um, Band-Aid on there now. It was SpongeBob. Come on. Uh, (laughs) The the Wiggles. The Wiggles.
1: (laughs) Okay. For those, this is an inside thing. I picked Ryan up at the um, airport. I'll show a picture of it on our Facebook page, uh, dressed in full Australian gear. It's been on the Head to Head Pinball Podcast uh, Facebook page. Well, I'll post it again. But when he gets into my car, all Australian music, Uh, everything everything I could think of, including the Wiggles. Wiggles. Yeah, I kind no. <laughs> Men at Work, In Excess, in excess uh, Midnight yeah. Oil. Anyway, that was fun. I want to say to you two guys, I love your podcast. And here's a quick sample of one of the things you occasionally hear on head-to-head pinball. A little feature we're going to do on Pinball Profile called Slam the Top 100. Martin, explain how that works.
0: Okay, so what we do is we we do a random number generated by Google. And that number corresponds to a pinball machine in the top 100 of inside and then we have 30 seconds to talk about the merits of our pinball machine against the other people and then we have 30 seconds of rebuttal if that's what we so desire and then we post it up on Facebook and then people vote to see who had the most convincing argument however it usually ends up people voting for the machine they like the most. (laughs)
2: <laughs> or the person they like the most in lucas's case
0: yes thank
2: you lucas
1: but people can vote uh, you know there's no real rhyme or reason you you could vote for the machine you've played you you're familiar with or the argument nobody's going to vote for the argument it's going to be what machine they like the best
2: i think no, this is going to be very hard to uh do the rebuttal without swearing <laughs> oh yeah <laughs>
1: If I haven't said that off the top, head to head is for mature or immature audiences only. Please, it's very immature audiences. Okay, so I will because I'm on Skype right now. I don't know how to do. I, I, I can generate the number. Who, who wants the first number? I'll go last, so you guys decide between the two of you. I'll do mine
2: first. I don't. Ha- I can't do the Google Voice thing because I'm talking on my phone.
1: Ryan, please generate a number between one and a hundred. Beep, beep 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 beep. Twelve. <laughs> According to Pinside, you get, oh, I love this game, Tales of the Arabian Night. World
2: on the Glass. Okay. Martin
1: generating a number. Go ahead. Beep, 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 beep.
2: 34.
1: 34? Fathom. Fathom, a Bally 1981 game. Okay. Oh, my gosh. No chance. Great artwork. Do you like that game?
0: Um, We'll get to my argument (laughs) shortly.
1: (laughs) Okay. Please, please, please give me a good number. All right. Here we
2: are. A a random number from one. To 100 for Jeff Teolis, 66.
1: These are all really random generated. Taxi! This is from, this is from Random.org. Okay, so I have Taxi, the Williams 1988 game. It's not too so, bad. how it will work is because Ryan had the highest number, he'll go first, or the best ranked number is the best way to maybe talk about that. Since Ryan has the best ranked number, you will go first, and then Ryan, and then I will go. 30 seconds on the clock, and then we will have a rebuttal where we can talk more about our games or abuse other people's games. So <laughs> with no sleep, Ryan, let me put 30 <laughs> seconds on the clock. On your mark, get set. Ryan, go.
2: Tales of the Arabian Nights, an absolutely beautiful game, a world under the glass. John Papaduke, uh, the, the game that commands the highest amount of money uh absolutely stunning play fields the genie uh, the that that you hit starter mode the lamp that twirls around which is pretty much the only thing you do in the game um the wizard mode that you you battle which is like showdown is pretty much a copy of this was the original john papaduke legendary designer i give you 30 seconds
1: all right now (laughs) if you haven't heard head to head pinball podcast Martin, I'm going to put in a little rule here on pinball profile. No, I understand. You are not allowed to read off the flyer like you do and cheat on head-to-head. That ah, oh, can't believe you would think that I would say that. Oh, it's just a coincidence. It's word for word. You even say trademark in it. <laughs> I,
0: I would never say something like use the multi-ball feature to double or triple or play field value depending on how He's many balls on are the in Fathom
1: play. One. <laughs> I will put. I don't 30- need. I don't need a flyer for this. Okay, 30 seconds, Martin, go.
0: Okay, Fathom. Fathom is by far the best ballet game of this era. came out in 1980, has got spectacular art by Greg Frears. I mean, seriously, the guy can do no wrong. Great call-outs. Absolutely love the callouts. love the music. Um, absolutely stunning game. Lots of fun. I know that there is some sort of exploits that people have, but if you play the game the way it's intended, it is uh, an amazing
1: game. Okay, he had a couple seconds left, but... uh, Didn't need them. Didn't need them. He's pretty confident. (laughs) I have to do taxi. Okay, let me put 60 seconds on the clock. 30 seconds, Jeff. No cheating. All right, 30 seconds. I didn't know. (laughs) Taking advantage of being half asleep here. Here we go. 30 seconds to talk about taxi. A great Mark Ritchie game. You know you like Mark Ritchie games because of that flow. You think of fishtails, you know, the going back and forth, now kingpin. Well taxi's got it too uh you get the five great characters there the wonderful art by python angelo so fun uh the game is an all-time classic they liked it so much they made diner which is very similar it's got gorby it's got lola it's really Marilyn. they've got santa claus dracula no other game is like taxi
2: um, i wish my rebuttal was a 60 seconds because i want to trash these pins
1: okay yeah hold on a second here you get 30 seconds to have a rebuttal or plug your own. So Ryan C, go now.
2: Taxi! What a
1: boring game. You're
2: simulating being like having one of the worst jobs in the world, and you're picking up a guy called Gorby. Gorby sounds like what comes out of my my kid's nose when she gets sick at school. <laughs> um, absolute warfare, You know, snooze fest. Uh, on the other hand, Toten is Aladdin. It's pretty much of Aladdin, which is one of the greatest Disney movies of all time. A whole new world. Don't you dare close your eyes. Um, Fathom. Yeah, great game if you want a headache. That's Those it. sounds uh ah okay. sorry, dude. <laughs> you
1: blew it. All right.
2: No, that was good.
1: That was good. whats What is what what is gorby Gorbachev. Gorbachev. Okay. What are you? 5 years old? <laughs> yes. You old bastard. <laughs> All right. Will he talk about his game, Fathom, or will he try to bash Taxi and Tales of Arabian Night 30 seconds? Martin, go.
0: Well, I'll, let, let's start with Taxi. You said at the end of your spiel that there, there is no game like Taxi. Uh, well, there is, and it's Diner, And it is a much better version of Taxi, which just had very simple rules. It's a brutal game. There's not much fun to be had. Tales of the Arabian Nights, John Papaduke, that's all I need to say there. Fathom, beautiful, great sounds, just the best game of its era.
1: I have 30 seconds to do a rebuttal or praise my own game, and I'm going to do something that's never been done on Slam the Top 100. Ready? Go. I cannot tell a lie. I hate Taxi. I can't stand the game. It's my game. I had this dumb thing picked for me. I I do not like the game because a lot of times hitting pinbot is so darn hard. If you go halfway up the left ramp, uh, you come back down, see you later. The outlanes, I don't like it. Why did I get Taxi? I'm falling on the sword. I vote for Fathom. Ah, to come in second place, I wasn't done. Toten's gonna get the win. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, we will see how this turns out. I'm sorry, Toten is. I, Ryan and I were talking about Toten. I said it's like one of my all time favorite games. I can't do it. Integrity, something <laughs> that I pride myself on. Pinball profile, Martin. I would love to talk to you for much longer. You know how Pinball Profile works. We're way overboard right now. uh...
0: (laughs) I know. Well, that's the head-to-head way, right? Minimum
1: two hours. And Ryan, uh, I'd say so long. See you later. But I think you're in my guest room. So I'll see you in the morning. Cool. Guys, head-to-head pinball podcast. It is fantastic. It was nominated for the best podcast in the Twippies. Uh, they might have solicited a few votes. Whatever, whatever. No no big deal. <laughs> no big deal. No shame there. But all joking aside, really well earned, too, because you guys do a great service to the pinball community. You're entertaining. Martin, we're all going to see at Pinburg too, and there's a lot of us going there. So uh, I know, Ryan, you've had a lot of fun in North America. It's Martin up next in July. And, guys, uh, keep up the great work. Where can we find Head to Head Pinball Podcast?
0: Uh, well, you can find us at headtoheadpinball.com. You can also go to our Facebook page. Um, just look up Head to Head Pinball. We are on, also on Twitter at H2H Pinball. We're on Instagram. We're on Google Play. We're, oh, God, we are literally everywhere. We went all out with this thing. And 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 also on forums. You'll, you'll check us out on forums as well.
1: Excellent. Ryan, it's uh, great to have you here in Toronto, and it's great to hear you ask those great questions on Head to Head. Questions like, how did you get into pinball? You'll find out when you listen to Head to Head, all right? I mean, that is a Ryan C. special. (laughs) Oh, gosh. (laughs) I just want to go to sleep now. (laughs) You
0: boys need some sleep.
1: By the way, Ryan and I, there's a little bonus treat, too. I don't think I told you this, Martin. On an upcoming pinball profile very, very soon, we interviewed Jerry Power from Player One, and I let Ryan kind of uh, do it on the fly with me, too. So Ryan's doing his best pinball profile impressions. I cannot wait. uh, You'll hear that very, very soon. It's brilliant. I mean, really, really some deep, deep stuff from Ryan. You'll enjoy it. (laughs) Ryan, would you like to say anything? This has been your Pinball Profile. You can find our group on Facebook. We're also on, on Twitter at Pinball Profile. Email us at pinballprofile at gmail.com.
2: And please subscribe on either iTunes, Stitcher, or Google Play. I'm Smeshmiolis. Jeff is evil twin with a mustache, signing out.
1: Oh, boy. <laughs> 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 or his evil
2: twin. I don't know evil twin. twin or or I, 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 illegitimate son. I didn't. I couldn't figure out which yeah. one was funnier.
1: Yeah. Ryan, I want to thank you uh, for increasing my home insurance premiums for staying at my house for some reason. Thanks. I don't know if that's just a, a little bias towards Australians. I know everything's fine. I took an inventory. Um, <laughs> and I want to thank you two guys for making Roo Sacks the biggest thing in North America. It is the pinball craze, and it's all because of you two guys. Well, technically, hey, it's you. because of Scott Denisi, really. Yes. But, you know, we're we're just, you know, promoting the cause. But Scott mentioned it on your show. So thank you very much, boys. No worries. No worries. (laughs) Thank you, mate. I'm going to bed. I'm Jeff (laughs) Teal.